0: follow us on apple podcasts or anywhere else you listen
3: salt lake city ksl news radio utah's news traffic and weather station
4: it's six o'clock in the ksl 24-hour news center i'm paul nelson ksl's top local story this hour is politics on ksl news radio Utah lawmakers are considering a bill designed to give judges more oversight on forced entry warrants. KSL News Radio's Andrew Adams has more.
5: This bill essentially creates higher standards for no knock, nighttime, and other forced entry search warrants to be issued. There has to be probable cause that evidence will be easily or quickly destroyed. Greg Scordis is a lawyer for the Utah Fraternal Order of Police and says things are tough enough.
4: We've had over 200 years of Fourth Amendment law in this country, and it's already very, very difficult for police to get a search warrant.
5: Supporters of the legislation have pointed to cases like the doomed Ogden raid that left an officer dead and five more wounded. They maintain more judicial oversight as needed to protect all involved in these raids.
4: Andrew Adams, KSL News Radio. Ogden residents will risk more than their cars if they leave them idling unattended. They could also face a ticket. Ogden police plan to begin enforcing a state law that makes it illegal to leave a running vehicle alone. Deputy Director of Administration John Harvey says it's about prevention. It's
6: something that causes us to spend a lot of resources on something that could have been avoided, you know, if people would lock their doors and on their cars. and. and um not leave them running.
4: Harvey says they have had close to 90 thefts in the past three months. More than half of those involve cars that were left idling. KSL's top national story this hour from ABC News. The widow of the man shot in a Florida movie theater for texting says she's focusing on the couple's 22-month-old daughter. Nicole Olson, who was uh, nicked by the bullet January 13th, talked about her missing her husband, Chad, on ABC's Good Morning America.
7: The gunshot wound in my finger is the least of my worries right now. Um, That will heal. The real pain is in my heart, and that's going to take a long time, if ever, to get over.
4: Olson wants the accused shooter to spend the rest of his life behind bars. Coming up on KSL News Radio, we're going to check your KSL forecast next. Not as much smog. That's good, right? Well, anyway, we're going to have the forecast next. KSL News Time 602.
1: To use one word to describe itinerous, unique, amazing, challenging, rewarding, cultural, bright, exciting, fun, life-changing. That's two words. <laughs> I really love the one-on-one time I can get with the staff at itinerous.
8: Itineris is the only school I know that you can have a civil, in-depth discussion on religion, politics,
1: art, and contemporary science, all during lunch. Everyone is accepted. Everyone. Everyone is accepted.
8: I love itinerance. I
1: love itinerous. I love itinerance. You
8: come as an ordinary student and leave with extraordinary skills essential to the real world.
1: Itinerous has allowed me to enroll in college-level courses almost effortlessly. And with their help, I'll complete my associate's degree before I graduate high school.
8: Parents, to find out more about the benefits of sending your teenager to Itinerous,
1: Itinerous, itinerous Early College High School,
8: visit online or call 801-256-5970. That's
1: 801-256-5970. Itinerous. That's 801-256-5970. Early College High School.
3: Once in a while. A guy will return to Shane Company for a second look at engagement rings with his wingman at his side. You know, a friend offers suggestions and advice. But remember, your Shane Company salesperson is also your wingman. Unlike most other jewelers, our salespeople aren't paid on commission. They'll give you straightforward, unbiased guidance with no hidden agendas and no pressure. They'll show you only ring styles and diamonds that fit your budget and complement your girlfriend's own style. They'll share with you all the information you need to make the best decision and get the absolute best value for your money. Like any good wingman, your Shane Company salesperson isn't just at your side, they're on your side. Now you have a friend in the diamond business, Shane Company, at the corner of State Street and 7200 South. Open weekdays till 8, Saturday till 5, close Sundays online at shaneco.com ToyotaBountiful.com
6: Hello, Utah. Back by popular demand, we have Toyota Bountiful's payment reduction sale, but it's only going on this January. So if you love your car but hate your car payment, get on over here. We'll refinance it for a lower interest rate and make that payment what you really want. Or, take advantage of our huge sale going on right now like a RAV4 all-wheel drive, only $199 a month. Or a brand new Tacoma four-wheel drive, $249 a month. But it's only happening at ToyotaBountiful.com every customer,
0: every...
3: For
6: details.
1: while all your holiday visitors are clearing out rc willie's making some room too it's time for some great savings at their big clearance sale. Through Saturday, enjoy clearance savings on sofas, mattresses, TVs, appliances, and more. Take advantage of store-wide savings. Plus, shop our newly expanded clearance center inside R.C. Willey for special closeouts and clearance values. Now is the time to shop and save. But you must hurry because our clearance sale ends Saturday at R.C. Willey. Your home, your way.
4: Traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Honda dealers. Um, from what we're looking at now, we do have quite a bit of problems. For example, westbound 201 approaching uh, 50th West, there's a cr- uh, crash there that's kind of blocking the right lane. So, yeah, you have a lot of delays approaching that area. Also, um, looks like there's just a whole bunch of slowdowns approaching uh, the south interchange. Kind of normal for this time of night, um, but just keep in mind, it's not going you know, to, well, no crashes that are happening at that particular part of the freeway. Northbound I 15, there is a crash being listed at 20. 20- 700 south so be careful there new datc night courses in dental and medical assisting enroll at datc.edu that's datc.edu and your ksl forecast well temperature wise we're going to be uh, you know kind of in the same range we have been upper 30s to lower 40s um it looks like tomorrow we're going to hit a high of only around 37 overnight low tonight of 19 however not nearly as well not as smoggy as it has been um You know, for the next few days won't be as bad. However, we're definitely still going to have plenty of the haze there, so we've got to worry about that. Uh, We warm up a little bit on Saturday to 39, kind of that same range. Like I said, we don't really get warmer than 41 for the entire 7-day forecast. Right now in Salt Lake City, it's 34 degrees. You get the top stories every 30 minutes. Breaking news the second it happens. I'm Paul Nelson, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Tonight, let
3: me speak to the governor. Governor Gary Herbert spends 1 hour answering your questions. Call 801-575-8255 live from the studios of KSL News Radio in Salt Lake City in partnership with the Utah Broadcasters Association. It's let me speak to the governor.
7: And good evening. I'm Maria Shaleos, along with Governor Gary Herbert. Thanks so much for joining us this evening and Governor, we haven't been together for Let Me Speak to the Governor since uh, November.
9: It happy seems like a long time ago. It does. We've had the to holidays. Be back. We've had holidays in between. I hope everybody out there listening had a great holiday. Uh, we're into the new year, so we, we wish everybody a happy new year. I'm excited about 2014. I'm excited about the future of Utah. I'm optimistic about all the things we're doing. Our economy continues to improve. New numbers coming out tomorrow, Maria uh as you recall talking about
7: revenue numbers tomorrow
9: uh, well unemployment numbers unemployment numbers from the department me. of labor and so right. uh, when i came in it was 8.3% unemployment we've been working very hard and the private sector has responded and created a lot of jobs and now we're down to 4.3 which is by the way the mm-hmm. fourth lowest in the nation and i'm expecting good news tomorrow too okay
7: well governor the legislature gets down to work on monday a big session a lot of critical issues I know for the folks in Utah, air quality right now, for those people who live along the Wasatch Front, is is just a big deal. And there are a lot of air quality initiatives that were announced yesterday. Do you see a few of those that are your favorites that you really think could make a big difference?
9: Absolutely. And I think we're all frustrated with the inversion and the pollution that we have to breathe out there. And it really is gunky air. Uh, And it hurts not only our health, but it hurts our ability to grow economically. It's certainly not an inviting situation to have businesses come and visit us during inversion days. So I I think it's on everybody's radar screen now. There's certainly an heightened public awareness. Uh, I see the the legislature themselves had a press conference here talking about 16, 17, Mm -hmm. 18 different proposals they've got. One that I like is the fact that to give us more flexibility on what we need to do uniquely so in Utah. I think most legislators, certainly most governors, rail against a one-size-fits-all approach that comes out of Washington, D.C. And so we need to adjust to the unique situation here in Utah. So the law that we have that limits us from doing anything more than what the uh, federal government has mandated to us probably uh, ought to be changed. I think we need more flexibility to do things that are uniquely needed to here in Utah because of our topography and meteorology. Uh, I also like the fact that... uh, We've incorporated a new uh, team, it's called the Clean Air Action Team, which is really stakeholders from all over uh, the spectrum on on the air issue. And uh, these stakeholders are concerned about finding ways to get clean air. We have a lot of suggestions that come to us, and some of them are good and reasonable and rational, and some of them are not so much. Uh, but this is now a clearinghouse for people to bring their ideas, have them discussed and vetted and considered. And that will translate into maybe new legislation, could translate into new rules and regulations. But there's an opportunity for people, in fact, that want to give input. If you go to the web page, and here's the web address, airquality at envisionutah.org. Airquality, one word, at envisionutah.org their ideas can be submitted and considered they can attend meetings they can email and uh, get involved so at the end of the day you know we can't control the inversion Uh, that's something beyond my uh, capability but we can't control the emissions and it is everybody's responsibility everybody has an opportunity it's not just industry which is about eleven percent of the problem and getting smaller And that's good but it is our tailpipes of our automobiles, uh, which is about 60%. We're finding a significant amount of uh, the pollution during inversion comes from wood-burning fireplaces and stoves, which is about 5%. That's a significant amount if we could just reduce that. So, uh, again, there's a lot of things we can all do and we need to learn how to do them, and then implement that action. So Cleaner Action Team, again, an opportunity for people to get involved.
7: We've been talking about a lot of the legislation that's going to come up next week, um, problems that have occurred in the Attorney General's office, Medicaid, a number of issues that have come up. Is there one that is your favorite, the thing that you really are pushing hard this session?
9: Well, you know, education has always been my number one budget priority. And the number one function and reason to get together once a year for 45 days really is how do you spend the taxpayers' dollars? How do you prioritize? oritize the use of those precious, limited, finite dollars, well, education is the number one budget priority. And the bulk of the money that we have in my budget proposal goes into education of all the new money. We spend about $3.5 billion, so it's not like we don't spend a lot of money on education. Our total overall budget with all of the monies that come from local as well as some of the federal monies, which is about $500 million that come to us from federal dollars, it's over $5 billion we spend for education. So it's a big part of our budget. Uh, that's the number one issue going forward but uh, there's a number of issues that are important to us air quality you've mentioned already uh you know how we can continue to keep the economy growing uh, we are the second fastest growing state in america today Uh, People come here because they've found economic opportunity. They also, the biggest draw is we just have a great quality of life. And so we need, we have additional pressures to uh, continue to create jobs and economic opportunity for the rising generation and, and the overall challenge we face, really, is, is a good challenge, but it's growth. We have a lot of people who want to come here and, and live here and, and that's good. We're desirable, but we need to be able to accommodate those growth pressures.
7: You're listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor. <coughs> the number to call if you would like to be involved in this program, one 575-8255. Now, this program is broadcast along the Utah Broadcasters Network. That means we have a lot of stations uh, statewide that uh, broadcast this program, including KYCN and Moab, Mid-Utah Radio, Management. Anti in Richfield, KLCY in Vernal, K-O-A-L and K-A-R-B in Price, and KVNU with Cache Valley Radio in Logan. And from KVNU this evening, we have with us Andy Rasmussen. And Andy, I understand you have a question for the governor.
8: Yeah, I appreciate it. Governor, recent polling suggests that the Count by Vote initiative may be gaining popularity among Utahns. Now, if this were to pass in November, get on the ballot and pass, and we move to direct primaries, A lot of concerns in rural communities uh, that their communities and rural issues could be at a significant disadvantage with statewide campaigns that focus on the densely populated Wasatch Front. So what's your position on Count My Vote and specifically its potential impact on the influence and voice of rural voters?
9: Well, uh, great questions, Andy. I think there are, are concerns out there, If you've mentioned, about is our rural Utah and our sparsely populated areas going to be overlooked in a general election kind of campaign. And that's a legitimate question. It's also, though, legitimate even under the delegate system because uh, you'll find candidates spend more time, you know, in the more populated counties along the Wasatch Front or up in Cache Valley or down in Washington County because they have more delegates. So the system works similarly even with the caucus system. I have enjoyed being involved in the caucus system and the delegate system. I think when everybody participates, it works really good. Uh, the arguments on the other side is that not everybody participates, and so you get maybe it may be a distortion as far as what the people of Utah really want to have uh, in their representatives and senators and maybe even their governor. So, uh, I again, I, I like the system we've had. I'm a product of that system. Why would I not like it? It's helped me as kind of a lesser-known uh, 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 politician from Utah County To become the governor today, so it's worked well. By the way, the 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 old scriptural adage, "By your fruits you shall know them." You know, our system we have good, bad, and ugly. There's probably nothing perfect about it, but it certainly has given us good results, as we just mentioned. You know, our economy is doing good; we're the envy of most of the country in so many different ways, and so it's produced a good outcome. That being said, I know there's a lot of people that feel like that they're not part of the. A process and that they're shut out from participation and they can't make it on caucus night or there's a lot of arguments on both sides. Again, let me just sum up Andy by saying no system is perfect. The only system that works is one where everybody participates in uh, in the process. And that means if we have a delicate system, you've got to go to the caucus night. you got to make sure that the delegates that get elected represent the views of the neighborhoods. And if we do that, you know, I think everybody would be happy.
2: Thank you, sir.
7: I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, Andy. Andy, thanks so much for your call this evening. Let's go now to Utah County, and let's take a call from Al in Provo. Hi, Al. Uh,
6: good evening, Moran. Good evening, Governor. Good evening, Al. Anyhow, I just want to add, get your thoughts on the legislative session and modernizing uh, Utah's uh, liquor laws to be more closely uh, compatible to other states. And Rest assured, I'm all for uh, prudent alcohol consumption, and I certainly detest drunk drivers, but I just think that uh, it would improve a little bit of uh, conventions and tourism if, say, a restaurant had uh, availability to more licenses
9: to serve alcohol, maybe wine with a meal, especially if they increased uh, security men to be vigilant for drunk drivers attempting to leave the establishment. Do you think a clause like that would help legislation, I mean, strike an even balance? Well, if we work backwards uh, and say what do we want to have as the appropriate outcome, uh, we certainly want to be a hospitable state and right now for example our tourism and travel industry just this past year increased by nearly eight percent so the, the hospitality, the ability to attract people to Utah seems to be working pretty good under our current system even with the flaws that people would would call to our attention so uh, I, I'm encouraged to the fact that people are coming I know there's some air issues that seem to be quirky But they don't seem to be stopping people from coming and participating in in events here, whether it be the outdoor retailers' conventions or travel and tourism of our mighty five national parks or camping, fishing, golfing, skiing, you know, those kinds of things. So can we improve? I Certainly that's always an ongoing discussion. We have made some significant modifications over the last few years, and I think that's been good. I think people have embraced that. Uh, and I think there will always be constant review and see if we can find a better way to do things. I think there's concern on the other side about alcohol consumption being inappropriate. We have the lowest DUI uh, rates and uh, uh, casualty rates on the highways. That's something to be proud of. It's part of our culture. I think that's part of it. It's part of our our liquor laws. Um, We want to make sure that everybody feels welcome, that we can, in fact, access in some kind of reasonable and rational way. Alcohol, it's the law of the land, meaning we don't have prohibition. And uh, there's some quirkiness to it. I actually would like to just kind of take a deep breath for a while. <laughs> you know, we've been talking about this every year since I was lieutenant governor. It would be nice to kind of just sit back and let's see how things work as we go forward. We clearly need to accommodate the growth pressures of Utah. I mentioned that in my earlier statement. And Utah is growing rapidly, the second fastest growing state in America. That's going to require more restaurants, more fine dining, and probably allow for more uh, alcohol consumption. Consumption proportionately And liquor licenses and things that go with fine dining So uh, I expect we'll continue to evolve I like where we're at right now Doesn't mean we don't have room for improvement
2: Okay, thank you, Governor
9: Thank you, Al
7: Governor, we have just a minute before we take a break here And today you said that the state needs to Uh act on Medicaid Could you elaborate at all on that?
9: Well, what I did say was that doing nothing was not an option. Okay, And uh, the question was asked to me, you know, are you gonna make a decision on on Medicaid and what plan to follow and the the different options out there. And I said, well I look forward to working with the legislature, which I do, in trying to solve a a significantly difficult issue. And uh, doing nothing does not solve the problem. So that's what I said. Uh, it's maybe implied, or at least people have tried to read between the lines, what does he mean? Mm -hmm. Well, he must mean we need to expand Medicaid. That may be the option that we'll come to in some form or fashion. But there are principles involved in what we do, and we have this gap that's created by a flaw in the Affordable Care Act. And so we have in Utah about 60,000 people who really can't access quality health care that are below the poverty line. And actually, people above poverty line have better access. So we're going to try to address that gap. Maybe when we come back, I can tell you a little bit about that.
7: All right. The number to call, 1-888-575-8255. That's throughout the state of Utah. We will be taking a four-minute break for our broadcasters along the Utah Radio Broadcasters Network.
9: Is your employer defrauding the government, bid rigging government contracts, mortgage fraud to secure FHA funds? tax, or securities violations. There are special laws that benefit whistleblowers who report fraud. You need Scott
5: Boyd and his legal team. Call 801-323-5050. Your conversation will be strictly confidential. Again, call Scott Boyd with the Utah Whistleblowers Hotline, 801-323-5050.
3: Are you stuck paying mortgage insurance? Every month do you see $100, $200, or even $300 for this ridiculous fee? Effective immediately, there are no cost ways of eliminating this charge. Call right now. Our loan experts can examine your loan and in five minutes or less see if you qualify to eliminate your mortgage insurance. It's that simple. You have nothing to lose but your bad mortgage. 801-255-0936. Christian Roberts Mortgage 2550936.
1: Of spending an arm and a leg on quality health care? At Mountain Medical, you can save an average of 40% on outpatient radiology services, like MRI, CT scans, ultrasound, and pain management treatments. Mountain Medical has negotiated lower allowed rates with insurance companies, which means your deductible and coinsurance costs are less than local hospitals, an average of 40% less. There's no money required up front before receiving services, and they offer interest-free payment plans on all out-of-pocket costs. There's help for the uninsured, too. You have choices when it comes to healthcare, and there are ways to save without compromising quality mountain medical is the country's eighth largest radiology group and has some of the best trained doctors in utah they're not only known for their high quality healthcare and cutting-edge technology but also for affordability next time your doctor orders an mri ct or ultrasound choose mountain medical because the affordability of your medical care is just as important as the quality mountain medical is in murray and south ogden and visit mountainmedical.com
3: walmart presents fit into the new year
0: hey girl it's your sweatpants it's been fun hanging out 24 7 these last few months we enjoyed so many turkey dinners and sweet treats but this relationship has turned into a real stretch walmart
3: has low prices on everything you need to get back on track like spring valley vitamins and delicious cheerios plus rollbacks on select weight watchers products
1: i'm your friend but you're wearing me out
3: Save money. Live better. Walmart.
1: The slim, fast, 14-day effect on your jeans. Day one, overalls. Is there a place for overalls? Sure, but it's not tractors you're looking to ride, is it? Day 14, skinny jeans. You're
0: strutting down that sidewalk like you were raised on the catwalk. Two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. Swap two meals a day for SlimFast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to 6 pounds in your first 14 days. Find SlimFast at a supercenter near you.
8: Are you tired of being nickel and dime for your company's credit card processing? Most credit card processors will lock you into a contract and then start charging hidden fees and just eat you alive. Trying to figure out what you're paying is so confusing and getting someone to help you is a joke. Card Payments International is a credit card processing company that caters to your business. You don't want a contract? You got it. A real live English speaking person to help? No problem. And our guarantee? If Card Payments International can't save you money, we'll pay you $500. Then the next time someone swipes their card, no one will swipe your profits. Go with no contracts and a $500 rate guarantee. Call 801-456-8585. Online at cardpaymentsint.com. Card Payments International. Your payments are priority.
3: What's your question for Governor Herbert? Call 801-575-8255. This is Let Me Speak to the Governor.
7: And good evening. I'm Maria Shaleos, along with Governor Gary Herbert. You can also text us your questions at five seven five zero zero. And, Governor, now we're going to take a call from Galen. He's on his cell phone. And, uh, Galen, what can we help you with this evening? Uh, Hello, Governor.
9: Hey, Galen. Uh, And uh, noticing around the country, there are a couple of states and
6: several communities that have offered an incentive of uh, free public transportation to senior citizens, uh, which I think would help take down a little bit of the the traffic that we see on the roads and cut down on some of the driving. Has the state of
9: Utah considered that for UTA and tracks? Actually, I think there's a couple of ways that can be addressed because uh, you're right. uh, Getting people and sending them to get out of their automobiles and carpool is a big benefit because 60% of the pollution that we see in the gunk out there during inversions comes out of tailpipes. I I think that the cities and counties of your local government have programs for senior citizens. I know the counties do, and that includes a transportation program, which is kind of a van pool. And so I, I would suggest anybody out there that cares, uh, our senior citizens, contact your local government people and see if they have a, a senior citizen program for transportation, and, and that would probably be a van pool arrangement. I know the UTA has a van pooling program where people going to work, uh, they will hook you up with you know four or five of your neighbors and in close proximity. They'll give you a van and provide opportunity for you to van pool to work and back. And um, so that's not just a senior citizen. That's for anybody that would like to, in fact, participate in the UTA van pool program. So there's a couple of options out there.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking that senior citizens tend to have uh, uh, less uh, money available to, to use the public transportation, and therefore I thought that would uh, solve a couple of problems.
9: It's part of the culture, and you're right. Uh, we need to find ways to get people to choose, you know, to mass transit, and that's whether it's carpooling, vanpooling, bus, you know, light rail, heavy rail. Uh, we're having a lot more activity out there, and and again, it's it's uh, we we need to make sure that all of us understand we have. Opportunity. We have responsibility to help do our part. Some of it's just as simple as saying rather than go to the grocery store, you know, every day, uh, I'll go just twice a week and, and, and be a little smarter in how I transport myself, particularly on red air days. Sure. Thank you very much. And sir. thank you.
7: Thank you for your call. Governor, a number of our uh, listeners are wondering about air quality. I know you addressed this at the top, but since we're going to take a break in just a couple of minutes here, why again, why don't you talk about what you think is important to do to improve the air quality?
9: Well, we're doing things, and the good news, I mean, uh, if you just look at the science... And the data you'll find out that the air is cleaner today than it was a decade ago, or much cleaner than 20 years ago. And I'm here to predict it'll be cleaner in the next years after today. We are on a good trajectory. Uh, we have climatology that makes it really bad, and and uh, you know this gunky air we all are frustrated with. That being said, what we have done, we're we're requiring best available technology on a lot of our industry sources. They're going to have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars. and In doing so, we're going to reduce probably 4,600 tons going forward now of uh, pollution in the air. Uh, We have already approved plans to reduce emissions. That's about 100 tons a day that' will help uh, this uh, with n- embracing the new uh, tougher standards for uh, that have to happen by twenty nineteen we 're going to have some things i 'm going to unveil. Uh, my state of the state here this next Wednesday. I don't want to scoop myself. Okay, here don't do that. We've got a couple of different ideas, but we've put you know twenty three million dollars in, or excuse me, we've put twenty three new rules in place, which is helping us with industry and business. We're spending eighteen million dollars in our in our current budget proposal, which I hope is adopted by the legislature to improve our fleet of automobiles and and cars, the state fleet, as well as purchase new buses. Buses a big uh, polluting uh, item, and so that money is going to be spent. We also have got grants. Uh, we've put out $350,000 in grant money for different small businesses to help them as they find ways to uh, pollute less and an opportunity for them to get some taxpayers' dollars to help them find solutions. And then we're just uh, starting a $500,000 air quality campaign too, to remind all of us about do our part when it comes to clean up the air. So we're not sitting still. We are actually doing things. It's working. Our air is getting cleaner. We need to do more because we have some unique challenges here in Utah with this inversion, and we can't just sit back and say we've done all we can do. We need to do more.
7: The number to call, one 575 You're listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor. It is being broadcast across the state on the Utah Radio Broadcasters Network. We're going to take a five-minute break, and we'll be back with more of your questions. Again, one 575 or you can text us at five seven five zero zero.
4: It's 6:30 in the KSL 24-Hour News Center. I'm Paul Nelson. KSL's top local story this hour is politics on KSL News Radio. Governor Herbert still thinks cutting back on driving will best clean up Utah's air, although he told reporters in his monthly news conference that he is open to ideas. He's calling for more personal responsibility. But it's going
9: to take everybody, industry, individuals. We can't just keep pointing to somebody else to fix the problem. It's going to be all of us working together if we really are serious about cleaning up the air.
4: Herbert says that 60% of emissions come from cars and the industry is being reined in. Environmentalists disagree. The Utah Foundation reports that wood burning is eight times worse than car pollution. Solution. Nationally, Vice President Joe Biden urging states that are hanging back on Medicare to expand. The states that haven't acted would just act now. Five million more would have access
9: to affordable coverage.
4: Biden also told the family's uh, USA Health Action Conference that the new Health Care Act not only provides insurance, but peace of mind to people. Back here in Utah, businesses across the state have received some interesting mailers in recent weeks. They accused the businesses of violating labor laws and demanded that they pony up nearly $300 for legally required posters. Utah Department of Commerce Director Francine Gianni says those posters are needed, but they don't cost. Clearly
1: the group was wanting to scam businesses out of profits uh, for
4: something that the state of Utah provides for free. Gianni says the group responsible for sending out the mailers wasn't a registered business but used the name Labor Regulatory Compliance Office. It's been cited by the Division of Consumer Protection. Coming up on KSL News Radio, we'll have your KSL forecast next. And yeah, there's still going to be some haze out there. KSL News Time 6:31.
10: When the weather gets crazy and you see all those fuel-efficient all-wheel drive Subarus unfazed by the equally crazy slick roads, it's no wonder Mark Miller Subaru is setting sales records year after year. And as Utah's only eco-friendly Subaru dealerships, Mark Miller Subaru is getting serious about preserving the environment in 2014. Project Oxygen is a joint project with Tree Utah and Salt Lake County to help plant more trees in Salt Lake County. For every new Mark Miller Subaru and used car we sell, a tree will be planted right here in Utah. 96% of Subarus purchased 10 years ago are still on the road today, keeping our landfills clean of unnecessary waste. Invest in the environment today with a Subaru. And now lease the all new 2014 Subaru Crosstrek Hybrid for just $332 per month. Zero security deposit, $1,000 to it, signing 42 month term, 10,000 miles per year, model ERH01. We look forward to serving you at either of our eco friendly locations Salt Lake City on 3535 South State, and in Sandy on 10920 South State.
2: Bartmiller.
10: Or visit us online at markmillersubaru.com.
5: I'm supposed to be playing you a commercial for Comcast Business, but this slow DSL connection I got from the phone company isn't downloading it. Hmm, loading. Nothing but that little spinning beach ball. This is embarrassing. Let me just tell you about it. Comcast Business has high-speed internet that's built for business. It's built to run up to five times faster than DSL. It's built to grow as your business grows. It's built to give you local, dedicated support, 24-7, 365. And Comcast Business is built for reliability, which would come in handy right now. Oh, here we go. Loading. Ah, false alarm. You can't run a business today with technology from yesterday. Business-grade internet from Comcast Business. Built for business. Sign up for Internet & Voice right now, and you get a month of internet for free. Visit ComcastBusiness.com or call 800-501-6000.
10: Offerings 228-14. Restrictions apply. Two-year contract required. Equipment installation, taxes, and fees extra. Speed
4: comparison between Comcast 100 megabits per second service and 20 megabits per second DSL downloads only traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Honda dealers. Uh well, if you're westbound on 201 approaching 50th West, my condolences. It is still very slow because of this crash that is uh still blocking the right lane. And so yeah, I can see definitely a whole lot of delays because of that. Now, it looks like southbound I-15 approaching the South Interchange not nearly as bad as before. Um well, just cuz, you know, that time of day and things are going to start to clear out. It's that time of year again. The annual Crab Festival is now on at Market Street Grill and Oyster Bar locations, serving fresh delicious crab including Dungeness snow crab and king crab join them I uh, I, I might go just now <laughs> sounds pretty good we are looking at uh, hazy skies for the next few days not as bad as before tomorrow we're looking at a high of 37. 39, basically the same temperatures on Saturday and Sunday. And we really don't kind of get out of that range. I mean, we don't really warm up any more than 41. That's on um, Thursday of next week. And, yeah, very cold overnight. We're looking at an overnight low of 19. And for right now in Salt Lake City, it's 33 degrees. You get the top stories every 30 minutes. Breaking news the second it happens. I'm Paul Nelson, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM, Utah's news, traffic and weather station.
3: The governor answers your questions. questions. Utah's most important issues on "Let Me Speak to the Governor,"
7: and the number to call, toll free, to ask your question, one triple eight five seven five eight two five five, or you can text us at five seven five zero zero. I'm Maria Shaleos, along with Governor Gary Herbert, and Governor, let's take a call from Tuwilla Jan's and Jan, go ahead and ask your question.
0: Hi. Uh, it has to do with the air quality. Basically, there's a lot of us from this county that commute into Salt Lake for our jobs. Um, we don't have a really good transit system. In fact, my where I'm actually from Grantsville, and we've been cut down to one bus leaving, one bus coming, and on a normal work schedule, it doesn't work. So I was just wondering if there was any possibility of expanding tracks or FrontRunner or some sort of Commuter to connect the infrastructure from Tooele County to Salt Lake County.
9: Well, you're uh, right in that uh, understanding. If they've cut things back, it's either lack of utilization or lack of money, and uh, that's always the, the caveat. Is uh, the expansion of our mass transit system, uh, whether it be bus or light rail or heavy rail, it really is a function of do we have the funding necessary to to make the cost the benefit argument uh, makes sense. And I know we do have an express bus that goes from Salt Lake out to Twila, and maybe that's what you're talking about, one route's been cut. Uh, that's a discussion we need to have with UTA and see why and and what can we do to put more uh, put on another bus or two. I know there's a significant uh, uh, workload from Utah County in the provo Oram area on the buses up to Salt Lake Valley, and that's kind of standing room only. So I know they have high u- utilization right there. In addition, though, I do believe that the UTA has plans right now to expand uh, their their rail out into Tooele. And, again, that's subject to funding. It's, it's a matter of money, and, uh, and I don't know what that plan entails or what they're, they think they can start construction, but at least it's on the drawing board, and that's the first step you need to take.
8: Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you very much.
9: Thank you for asking.
7: Okay, Governor, let's uh, take a couple of our text questions here. Um, one of our texters asking earlier what you thought about a proposal to eliminate the child tax credit.
9: Well, uh, eliminate the child tax credit, Uh, the only thing that comes to mind when you ask that question, it probably has to do with a proposed bill uh, that I think Senator Pat Jones has introduced. I haven't seen it, so I don't know the details, but the idea behind it, if this is the right answer to the question, has to do with can we help fund education? by eliminating the deductions of our children so that we we don't uh, get a deduction from mm-hmm. our tax obligations and those that argue would say that the families that have got multiple children in the system are getting tax deductions from that and aren't paying their fair share of taxes for the system that they're utilizing it's more of a can we make the user pay more by taking away a tax deduction uh, The concern that many have about that is taking away tax deductions the same as a tax increase. I don't think it's exactly the same, by the way, but that's the argument. And, um, you know, clearly funding our education is something we've got to, you know, wrestle with and decide how we're going to do it. Uh, we have taken the position in our administration that the best way to do that is to have a healthy economy and grow and expand. And the bulk of the money that we have for the growth that's taking place has gone into education. We put in over uh, $300 million uh, last year. We're putting in co- close to a couple hundred million dollars this year. We don't have as much uh, ongoing money because the fiscal uh, uh, federal government shut down. That's impacted the economy nationwide, and certainly Utah was impacted by that too. But um, uh, the raising of taxes is a concern for many because it could impact the economy, and it's still fragile. We're healthy. We're doing well. We're growing. But you don't want to do something that will negatively impact the, the uh, economy, which could have the counter outcome of, of having less money to spend for education. So I'm, I'm concerned about it. I, I haven't seen the bill, if that's what they're talking about. I am fascinated by the concept and would like to see and hear more about that.
7: We have a call from Providence, Utah, and Scott. Good evening. What's your question for the governor?
6: Hi, Governor. Uh, what I'd like to say is, is I'd like to uh, applaud you know the state's going ahead and and uh, contesting the same sex ruling by Judge Shelby. And certainly, if we can spend a few million dollars ousting an apparently shady attorney general, we can. Spend several million dollars defending the will of the people so now my question is why did we not stand up immediately to judge shelby's ruling as a state and you know and at the county levels why did we issue any marriage licenses in the first place and make our stand right then against this ruling
9: well there's a lot of confusion out there uh as far as what happened and, and why it happened scott uh And the media hasn't gotten it right. Maybe that's part of uh, the Attorney General's office, maybe not being clear in what they've said. I don't know. I don't want to pass any judgments on anybody, but I do know the timeline. Judge Shelby uh, came out with this ruling on a Friday afternoon, and uh, Friday afternoon just before the weekend, but more importantly, just before Christmas. It clearly seems to be calculated to kind of catch everybody by surprise. Uh, there was anticipation that there was going to be another discussion on January the 7th, and clearly our folks in the Attorney General's office were caught by surprise. How they were notified was by email. So approximately 1.30 in the afternoon of, again, Friday, they get an email that shows up on their computer and says, uh, you know, greetings from Judge Shelby, and here's my ruling. And the concern they had, first off, they had to read it, which somebody discovered about 30 minutes after it had been sent. They read it. They say, does this mean he's going to put this into place right now? They call his office. So we've re- responded to Judge Shelby out of the AG's office in about 45 minutes. They can't get through to Judge Shelby. They talk to a clerk. They say, we're concerned about this ruling and what it means. Uh, they end up saying, we're going to get back to you. Two hours later, Judge Shelby uh, approximately does call them back and indicates, yeah, this is going to go into effect. Of course, in the meantime, this is leaked out. People have found out uh, what's taking place. We have no choice under the law but to, to follow the law. And so, uh, as we had county clerks, I says, you know, check with your county attorney. There's a lot of confusion and see what they say. But but he did not issue a stay. That's the big issue. Why did he not issue a stay? Something of this this magnitude, something of this not only has ramifications for Utah, but on a national stage. Uh, He's the judge. He should have showed, I think, some wisdom and said, here's my decision. I'm the first federal judge in history that finds under the U.S. Constitution a right of same-sex marriage. I know that's going to upset a lot of apple carts. Therefore, I'm going to issue a stay. He could right. have done that. Well, why, he chose not well, to.
6: Why, yeah, but why didn't why didn't we just not issue marriage licenses and open that whole conundrum? I mean, what were they going to do, send federal stormtroopers to the courthouses that day and tell you you had to do it? No, they weren't going to. I well, think we could have forced the issue by never issuing the marriage licenses. Yeah.
9: Well, I guess that's certainly something that could be, an approach could be taken. I don't subscribe I to that. It,
6: I uh, think that, that there was a breakdown, uh, and, that, and I, I'm really disappointed in all levels of leadership that were involved in that, and that, that marriage licenses were ever issued.
9: Well, all I can say to you, Scott, is either believe in the rule of law or you don't. And we don't want to have anarchy. I don't think government officials pick and choose the laws they choose to enforce. I've taken an oath to uphold the Constitution of of Utah, as well as the United States, and the laws of the land. And so we have, I believe, no choice. If you don't like the law, change the law. We have a a democratic process. Let me finish, Scott. We have a democratic process, which we, the people, have set up. And we have an obligation to follow it. And that means those who like the Shelby ruin or don't like it, we have a a process now, judicially, that we have to follow. And so there's not really a choice here. Either you follow the rule of law or you don't.
6: Well, he didn't follow the rule of law by...
9: He did follow the rule of law. You may not like his decision. You don't, maybe not like how he connected the dots. And you may think that he's more activist than he should be. I subscribe to that, by the way. But he's the judge. We have set up a, a system with executive, legislative, and judicial responsibilities. He did his job as he thought, I'm sure, saw fit. I don't like the outcome, but I will follow the law. We've challenged that. We've got to stay from the Supreme Court. People don't like that now.
6: Okay, but Governor. Every one of us has been guilty of speeding. We've all broken the law. Not issuing marriage licenses in this case would have been like driving 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Yeah.
9: Well, I I just disagree. I, I think this is of much more significant importance than a speeding law. And it, is, it has not only ramifications for Utah, but national significance. And we don't want to be a state that doesn't follow the law. I think that is a, a very slippery slope that we put ourselves on. Again, disagree or agree, but we will follow the law in Utah under my administration.
7: Governor, we have have a number of questions on the same topic, and uh, Scott has brought <laughs> up a good topic. Let's take some of those other questions, though. One of the texters wants to know why we should spend that money – To fight same-sex marriage, are there other ways to compromise for both sides? There are some other states involved in this. Why should Utah be at the forefront of this issue?
9: Well, I don't think we chose to be at the forefront. It just kind of happened serendipitously with the lawsuit brought before us because of Amendment 3. Again, we have a democratic process that really uh, is the will of the people. We've created a law here based on the democratic process. We've amended the Constitution, and we will defend that law uh, as we've sworn to do so uh, when we took the oath of office. That being said, people have the right to challenge any of our laws. This happens to be one of them. This is a dramatic thing. People are passionate, emotional on all sides of the issues. You just heard with Scott's Mm -hmm. comments. I understand that. Uh, But the thing that keeps us from, you know, pulling out our guns and fighting each other, you you know, is the fact we have a rule of law that guides us, that will eventually give us, I think, appropriate outcomes. Uh, You know, we're not going to secede from the union. We've already had that fight. Uh, so we need, And
7: again, to f- but you think it's worth
9: the money Because it, it well, is a substantial sure cost Sure it is I, I, Hey, uh, the will of the people has been made known We have people say, well the polling would show us change Maybe, maybe not The only thing I can go with is I don't govern based on the polls I govern based on the law and uh we, that's what we need to find out. We'll move forward through the democratic process. Uh, we have, this is the beginning, the middle of the game here. I don't want to call this a game, but you know, we've got many steps to go through. And this has a, a such significance to the state of Utah and really on a national stage that I want the best and brightest people advocating for Utah's position, and I, I'm sure they're going to have the best and the brightest advocating in opposition to that, and we'll go through the courts and we'll, we'll end up having a, a completion and a decision. Uh, you know, I, I, again, we will defend the rights of the state to make that determination and follow the will of the people, which is be defined by those who participate in the, progress and the pros, uh, process and given us the laws we have in Utah, including but not only, but including Amendment 3.
7: Okay, let's take another one of our callers now. Um, let's see, I have Calvin. Good evening, Calvin.
2: Hi, ma'am. How you doing?
7: Doing very well. How about you?
2: Doing pretty good. Uh, i got a question on this air quality thing. Um, I'm not an environmentalist by no means. Uh, I drive a truck for a living. Uh, I've seen the air quality in Utah get worse over the 46 years I've been in the valley. And the only question I have is, you know, they're going to spend a million dollars to study, to make harder restrictions, longer restrictions. Um, if they look back, all the trees we used to have around I-15, I-80, uh, 215 that they took away, put up them concrete walls, Farley's Canyon, little big, little cottonwood, big cottonwood, immigration, where all the houses have built up, the trees have gone. The pollution's got worse. If you look at the studies in California, China, all that. Oh, they've gone back putting the trees back, and their their pollution's going down. Why can't we do that?
9: Well, I think we can, and that's probably a good suggestion. In fact, it's something we're going to pass on to the Clean Air Action Team and have them kind of review what we're doing and can we do it better. Uh, you know, the, the, the
2: refineries have all been there for many, many years. All these different industries have been there for many, many years. All I keep seeing is more and more concrete going up and <laughs> less and less trees being uh, in the city.
9: Uh, that's a concern that's a a function of growth and and uh increasing population as i mentioned we're we're this uh Second fastest growing state in America right now, we're projected to double our population nearly over the next 35 years. That's uh, you know going to be way over five billion people, or excuse me, five million people here in Utah uh, by 2050. So uh, it's certainly a legitimate concern and a great suggestion. Um, CO2 is the big culprit for many people, and certainly our trees and uh, our uh, uh, Growth out there, our plants uh, breathe in CO2, so and we're producing more of it. we got to have more plants to breathe it in, and, and they produce, of course, oxygen for the rest of us.
2: Well, the proposal I put together, the correctional facilities that we're paying to be in there, uh, have them build trees in the, um, the high-security areas and have them funds on trying to get this up instead of putting out a big proposal, huge amount of money being spent for studies, uh, let's put our trees back on yeah. our on It's our It's ways, all the above.
9: It's all the above. We need to study it because the science, the precursors for PM2.5, t- uh, it's a different mix here in Utah and our Utah, unique Wasatch Front than other states. So we do need the science and the study to tell us here's the problem so we can find the right solution. Uh, more trees is certainly, I I believe, Calvin a part of it.
7: All right, and you are listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor. We're going to continue with your phone calls And we are taking a four-minute break for our broadcasters along the Utah Broadcasters Network.
8: Jazz
5: fans, get ready for a big assist from AAA. Whether you're at home or on the road, they've got your back with a special offer. Get a quote on home, auto, motorcycle, or life insurance today and receive a free Utah Jazz backpack. And that's not the only way they're on your side. For nearly 100 years, AAA has offered insurance that comes to the rescue, helping you rebound from life's unexpected moments. So you can get back in the game as soon as possible. Get a quote today. You'll find great low rates and dedicated customer service from your local Utah agents. For a limited time, you'll receive a free Utah Jazz backpack with your quote. There's no obligation to purchase. Just take a few moments, get a quote, and your free Utah Jazz backpack today. To find your local branch, visit AAA.com slash Utah Jazz or call one 800 join AAA.
7: multi policy quotes count as one quote, limit one per household offer, good until March 31st, 2014, or while supplies last. Some restrictions apply.
5: This January, live on stage at Pioneer Theater Company, a few good men. You can't handle the truth. Written by Emmy and Academy Award-winning author Aaron Sorkin. A Few Good Men was a blockbuster movie, but debuted on stage as an explosive courtroom drama examining men, morals, and unspoken military codes. We use words like honor, code, loyalty.
3: We use these words as a backbone to a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline.
5: A Few Good Men asks the question, how far would you go to protect your country? January 24th through February 8th at Pioneer Theater Company. Tickets start at $25 in advance, $5 more, day of show. Call 801-581-6961 or visit pioneertheater.org. Contains strong language. Generous support
3: for this production is provided by
5: Salt Lake County Zoo Arts and
3: Parks Program. Low testosterone levels can lead to low sex drive and energy levels. If you think you may be affected and don't mind a short drive to Davis County, you may be able to enter a clinical research study looking at the effect of an investigational medication in men with low levels of testosterone. You must be over 18 and have at least one symptom of testosterone deficiency, such as decreased energy or sex drive. Study-related medication and procedures will be provided at no cost to you. Contact 801-614-5506. To find out more, that's 801-614-5506. If you're an aspiring
5: or current teacher, University of Phoenix is hosting an open house event you won't want to miss. This is your chance to explore your future in the education field. You'll hear about University of Phoenix undergraduate and graduate degree programs. There will also be a speaker panel of local leaders discussing the latest topics in education and providing ways to inspire students. The event is Monday, January 27th at 4.30 p.m. at their Utah campus. RSVP today at phoenix.edu slash educators event. If you want uncompromising quality, reliability, resale value, and safety, then go to the Winner circle and drive a new Honda from your Utah Honda dealers. Get great savings on the 2014 Honda Accord. Alone at the top versus Toyota, Hyundai, and Subaru with KBB's best resale value, five-star safety, and again on Car and Driver's 10 best list for the record 28th time. Or hit the slopes in your new all-wheel drive CRV with more horsepower than RAV4 and Rogue. And Edmunds calls it the best five-passenger SUV you can buy. For only two nineteen a month, and the reliability and resale value of the twenty thirteen Honda Civic is legendary. With more horsepower and standard features than Corolla or Jetta, plus a five star safety rating and the highest residual value of any compact car, all for only one fifty nine a month. Nothing but the best will do during the Winter Circle Sales Event at your Utah Honda dealers. The more you compare, the more you know you want a Honda from your Utah Honda dealers. All leases thirty six months through March 3rd, 14th. Civic nineteen ninety nine. CRV twenty four ninety nine. Due at signing. Excludes tax, license, and dealer fees.
3: On approved credit. Reach out to Governor Herbert. Text 575 00 or call him at 801 575 It's Let Me Speak to the Governor.
7: And thank you so much for joining us this evening. We just have a ton of listeners. We've had a ton of questions, Governor. And we out of time. It's a good thing. And it's a good thing you come in once a month and people can call again and ask I their questions. I enjoy it. I hope
9: they get something out of it, too.
7: Um, one of our texters yes. wants to know what your plans are to reduce government spending.
9: Well, again, efficiency in state government is really one of the hallmarks of Utah, being recognized uh, many times by different groups as one of the best, if not the best managed state in America. We are just uh, one of a handful. I mean, seven or eight states that still have a AAA bond rating. Again, particularly coming out of the Great Recession, you know, we've been very good at living within our means, uh, not spending more than we take in. We don't have unnecessary debt. Uh, we don't use on uh, one-time money for ongoing government programs contrary to how they do in some states and certainly in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And we've been very good at empowering the private sector. We've brought certainty and predictability. We have fewer state employees today than we had in the year 2001 in a, with a population growth of about five or 600,000 people. So we found ways to embrace efficiency, technology. We're open 24-7, over 1,000 of our services online. And by the way, we gave a challenge to our staff to increase efficiency by 25% here last year over the next four years. And we're well on our way to improving even the record that I think is pretty enviable in the past.
7: Right, which is why the state has been recognized how many times in just the last month or so in national magazines with uh, accolades.
9: Uh, It's significant. It's almost, you know, it's like the reverse of crying wolf. You say it so many times people quit listening. But uh, it's nice. I was just with the President, the Vice President, last Tuesday in the White House, and, and uh, if you'd heard the Vice President in his effusive praise mm-hmm. of Utah. You know, Democrat president saying, boy, I, I see what's going on in Utah and I like it. I think you guys are doing so well and, and you're just an example of the country of that can-do spirit. And that really encapsulates Utah. We are a can-do kind of people. Uh, we have challenges. Yes. We have obstacles. Uh, yes. But we find a way to come together and find solutions. And, um, It's not lost on me that when Boeing had its problems up in Seattle, uh, 54 different areas were considered. But the first phone call they made was to here in Salt Lake City, here in Utah. And to my office, they flew in that very day. Uh, It's an indication that people like Utah. It's quality of life. It's business opportunities. Uh, Again, we're doing so well. We've got momentum. And I'm excited about the future, as I mentioned at the top of the hour. Uh, I've never been more optimistic about Utah's future than I am today.
7: We have about a minute left. Unemployment numbers are coming out tomorrow, and you're optimistic about those?
9: Yeah, we're at 4.3% now. Again, that's down 4% since I took office coming out of the Great Recession. Uh, we've put a goal in place of 100,000 jobs in 1,000 days. We're w- way on track to, to meet that goal. We have another year to go, and I, we should exceed that goal. We're putting people back to work. And it's not just about the numbers. It's really about people. You know, this is homes and households mm-hmm. we're talking about. People that uh, rely upon opportunity in the marketplace to pay their bills. So uh, I think tomorrow, and uh, again, I, I have a, a little bit of a hint that your listeners are getting in on a little scoop okay, here. Okay, good.
7: We love that. That uh,
9: it's at 4.3% today tomorrow's labor statistics will be something less than 4.3%. Well, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's uh, terrific.
7: So, Governor, we are out of time, but I want to remind our listeners and all of those people who still have questions that Let Me Speak to the Governor is heard each month, and our next opportunity will be February 19th, and, Governor, we'll see you then.
9: Thank you. I look forward to it. Happy
7: New Year.
8: 50 or over. Some things in life just make sense. Like how the Beatles will always sound better on vinyl than on an iPod or why transistor radio was so cool. You know what it was like to drag State Street and how it felt to dial a rotary phone. You donned a baby blue tux, had a perm, and you know who put the bump in the bump-a-bump-a-bump. Sure, you've seen a lot in life, but there's still so much more to experience. So get a colonoscopy. You see, colon cancer affects both women and men, but it can be prevented with a simple screening. And it's highly treatable when found early. So talk to your doctor and get screened. Because for you, a colonoscopy is like pet rocks and lava lamps. It makes sense.
1: If you're 50 or over, get a colonoscopy and stick around for the next set of memories to come. A message from the Utah Cancer Action Network and Utah Department of Health.
3: Utah's first source for live team coverage of breaking news, emergency traffic, severe
6: weather, and local talk. KSL FM Midvale, KSL so-